You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. This evening, we want to continue our conversation um, out of 3 John chapter 2. Um, scripture says, I, be, uh, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. All right? Um, two weeks ago, when we started, or the last week when we started the conversation, we said that if you are not conscious of the definition of success that you are working with, uh, that you will be surprised at the outcomes of your life, that your definition of success affects everything about you, all right? affects the choices you make. It affects uh, how you spend your time, how you spend your money. It affects who you marry. Uh, it affects uh, uh, where, you, where you go to, right? It affects who you worship. And we spoke about the fact that when you look at God's definition of success, it is very different from the world's definition of success. Last week, I think I brought an encouragement of someone saying that uh, not all of God's success for you, definition of success for you, is in the future. That for someone, I think for all of us who have gotten saved, that being born again already carries a huge measure of success already. Help me tell the person next to you, tell them you were a success already, a success already, that you just don't know it, you just don't, you just don't know it, but you're very successful. I remember saying how when we look at our children, we are able to accept them in the season of life that they are. Uh, Fulusha does not look at Simisola saying, oh, I wish Simisola was more successful. No, because she understands the season of life that she's in. You're not saying, oh my God, why does Simisola not have uh, plenty of money? You know, why, why is she not on Instagram uh, uh, with 50,000 followers? <laughs> I know you're not on Instagram. I'm using an example. Focus, young woman. <laughs> All right? Because you understand the season that you're in. And so sometimes we define our success by our ambitions. And that's not how God always measures us. And it is important because I said on Wednesday that the joy of a whole generation is being mortgaged on false definitions of success. People who, in God's eyes, are doing well, are doing okay already, are unhappy because they do not have the brown wig that Damilari has. And Damilari will complain that she's in the message again, but I don't know, I can't help it. Let me tell the person next to you, tell them you're all right, you're all right, you're all right. Tell them you don't have everything that I have, <laughs> and I don't have everything that you have, but tell them stay in your lane, stay in your lane, all right? Stay in your lane. Uh, today, just want to progress uh, the thought and talk about health. It says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health. No one says, but Pierre, look, I'm in my 20s. What, what is this discussion about health? I, I talk, look, the wrong church, guy, you know. Go to a church down the road where people are in their 50s, 60s, in their 80s, a hair. But let's read this. Joshua chapter 14. Verse 6 to 13. I'll try and speed through so that we can pray. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 14, verses 6 to 13, that then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning you and me in Kadesh Badmeh. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Badmeh to spy out the land. And I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. Nevertheless, my brethren who were with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. So Moses sworn that day saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever. Because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And this is important now, the next one. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive as he said. 
the Lord has kept me alive, as he said. These 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke this word to Moses, while Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. I'll stop there for now. I'll stop. And, and, and I think the first thing to establish is that not all of God's promises concerning you and me are in the short term. No. Not everything will happen now. That, is, that whole everything will happen now must happen today is the philosophy, one of the philosophies that drives the whole Yahoo Yahoo industry. Because people who should be at this stage developing themselves, developing competence and capacity, are pretending to be uh, a, a, a lady on front, in front of a computer. Yeah? And are trying to ex extract hard-earned money from some poor grandmother in California. I may tell you this person next to you. Tell them relax. Tell them relax. Tell them relax. Yeah? And just tell them in case you are doing Yahoo Yahoo, please stop. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. Sibisola is telling her mother. <laughs> all right. And we're all laughing about it. But the truth is when we gather as the body of Christ, when we gather as the church, it is an opportunity to speak the truth. It is an opportunity to encourage them because some might not have heard before. Holy Spirit, I need to focus my message, but maybe there's one person here. Maybe there are two. Who is so intent that everything must happen now. That is not the design of God for life. It is not. Caleb said, I received the promise when I was 40. He said, now I'm 85. Tell the person next to you, you are going to, you are going to live long. You are going to live long. Live long. Ah, you are going to live long. Yep. Some of you here are going to be 70 soon. <laughs> okay, that's not true. I mean, apart from Fulusha and who else is in our age bracket? And I'm your, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. But, but there, there's a plan for your life when you're 40. There is a plan of God for your life when you are 50, if Christ dies. There's a plan of God for your life when you are 60. Someone is shaking their head. I can't imagine myself 60. Wait. Just, we'll do like this, maybe two elections, three elections. <laughs> we'll be tweeting, election is coming, vote, vote, vote. Bam, four years, four years, four years. It all adds up. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're 60. This is Majid Shalalawal, age 60. Properly round. <laughs> Pro I can't, that's how I see him, you know, just like dignified apostle, you know. Like one of those guys who wear all white. And this is, sorry, Shalom, I'm just letting my imagination, you know, beautiful wife, four, five children, depending on how it goes. I beg you, focus. <laughs> you know? But I can just imagine you at 60, spewing out wisdom, being quoted on all sorts of papers, Shalalawal said. And they're saying, Did you, have you read Shalalawal's latest book? And you are flying around the world speaking about the gospel, causing change in people's lives. There are people here who God has put, Jesus says, according to the volume of books. So in your chapter 3, because you are still in chapter 1. In your chapter 3 is enterprise, is government, is industry. It's all sorts of amazing stories of faith. It's all sorts of amazing stories of breakthrough. Tell the person next to you, you will live a long life. You will live a long life. But Caleb says here something that is extremely important. God gave me a promise at 40. The manifestation of that promise seems to have taken 45 years. But he says, guess what? I have remained in strength. I have remained strong. I have remained healthy. And that is what I want us to, 
you know, to dwell on and pray about in this service. But as Christians, we must realize that we are on a mission and that our health and the protection of our health, the manifestation of health from God is actually an act of patience. It actually shows that we understand that our life is in seasons. All right. When you run a marathon, I don't know if any of you has run, shall I, you've run a marathon. Okay. It was a local one where you run a marathon. All right. Um, you, anybody who's run a marathon before knows the more inexperienced people, when the marathon starts, they think it's a 100 meter dash. <laughs> they, they forget. They say, they don't, I don't think they even do on your max said go for a marathon. Just tell you go because they know the journey is far. So you go off, whooms. <laughs> but like you get to 400 meters, your body starts to remind you that the reason you can't see everybody <laughs> is because they have more wisdom than you. I speak to someone today, the amount of stress you are feeling in your life today is indicative that you do not understand the length of the run or the race that is before you. There's someone here who is trying to buy a car that has no business with your destiny, purpose, or season. Nothing whatsoever. I promise you. Someone who is, is your sole focus at the moment is to get a house in a particular place. But it has, and you are stressing about it and has nothing to do with God's plan for your life. Just write it down if it's you. Write it down. Don't worry. Write it. <laughs> write it. Caleb said, Joshua, I am here for the promise of God for my life. That we need to stay strong and in health for the fulfillment of some of our promises. When we read Acts chapter 3 and verse 16, Paul, I think it's Peter, I think, one of the apostles, is explaining a healing miracle that has just happened. He says, this is how the miracle happened. This man, he says, we have, we've had faith in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that faith has given this man strength and perfect soundness. So say, his, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. Whom you see and know. Yes, the faith that comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. So Jesus has come into our lives to give us health, to enable us to live healthy so that when the promise is ready, we are ready. Because what would have happened if Abraham died before, Sarah, before Isaac was born? What would have happened if Joseph died in the prison? Or David died in the wilderness? Joshua and Caleb remained in health. Caleb said, I'm not, just, I'm not just alive. He says, in fact, I am as strong as I was when I was 40. That takes something from God. That takes something from God. So I, I, something about me, something just changed in my heart this week about my, my expectation about how long, how well, how healthy I desire to be, and I will be in Jesus' name. Something changed totally. I, I checked it. They said the life expectancy for people who live in Nigeria. Guess what it is? 50, huh? 53, my dear, in 2016. At the time they said that, the life expectancy of people who live in America was 79. So you understand? I understand why when you are praying sometimes, you feel a pull towards America right? <laughs> but stay where God has called you. But it means that if, if the way this country currently is, and we're praying that things get better, is that it is not necessarily structured to support people to live beyond 53 years old. Yep. And before you argue, go to our hospitals. Drive on our roads. See those strategically mounted potholes that are, yeah, I'm telling you, because some of those potholes are not, cannot be accidents. It's as if somebody took time and effort and design to put them right in the middle where there is no light so that people... No, but it's true. But you know, we have taken it as normal. In fact, when you drive over some of these potholes, you don't even think anymore. You just... Mm, mm, mm. It's people that come from outside and go, what happened here? 
This land, as it is now, does not support long life. But the devil is a liar. Because Jesus says the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I've come tonight to, to wake up somebody who has the promise of God over their life. To say, look, the health that you are guarding, the way you are generating strength, you need to take a different look at it. A different look at it. Acts 3 says, faith in the name of our Lord Jesus has given this man strength. Has faith in our Lord Jesus given you strength? Because, you know, Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, it says Jesus has become unto us wisdom and power. The wisdom of God and the power of God. And so when we receive Jesus, we no longer just receive power, we also receive wisdom. So I've come to speak to someone tonight. But have you not heard that the strength of the young man is in, or the pride of the young man is in their strength? Have you not heard that that is the expectation? So 1 John chapter 2 and verse 14. It says, I write to you fathers because you have known him was from the beginning. It says, I write to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. Have you not heard when he speaks about Israel, Psalm 105 and verse 37, I believe. He says he brought them out with silver and gold. He says there was none feeble among them. He says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That I know the narrative around seems to be one that celebrates the quick deterioration of strength. The one that celebrates weakness, imperfection. But maybe it is that God living within you has a different plan. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is that there are appointments in the future. If Christ tarries, we're in 2019. Maybe in 2039 when they are calling the governor of Lagos State. Maybe they will call Mr. Shalalawal in the spirit. Will Shalalawal be up and running? Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I let me focus on my message? <laughs> okay. Because maybe when God wants to set up the set of universities that will change, <laughs> that will change Nigeria, maybe he has a plan. Maybe it's in 15 years. Maybe it's in 25 years. Maybe that has your name tied to it. Will your health, will you be able to say like Caleb, as I was strong, in 2019, I'm still as strong now. My strength has not abated. When you read Genesis chapter 49 and verse 24, speaking about Joseph, it says, and his bow remained in strength. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. When you read the preceding verse, he says, look, Joseph went through tough times. No, because you think you're going through tough times now. All that has happened is that the girl said she doesn't want to do. You are crying. Your friends have consoled you. They bought you ice cream. You will stop crying. You will send them suicide notes in the morning. You will cry. You won't go to work. In a world of six billion people. A country of almost 200 million people. Hey, tell the person next to you, tell them, look, it's, you are in this for a long time. You are in this for the long time. We are in this for the long term. Health is needed for the complete expression of God's purpose. Of God's purpose. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That there are certain tables, certain tables of inheritance that God will require people who have lent strength, who have garnered health to appear before. Jesus will say, it says in Matthew 12, that we do not enter into a strong man's house and plunder his goods until we first bind a strong man. How do you bind a strong man? You have strength within yourself, health within yourself. Jesus brings us new access to strength and health. 
Jesus brings us new access to strength and health. And, and that, is, that is the charge tonight. That would you, would you trust God to bring forth a new lease of health in your life? Health that man could not give you. Health that is from the power of God and also from the wisdom of God. In our country over the last couple of years, or not even years, months, suicide has become something that we whisper around. And unfortunately, it's young people. It's young people. And I keep on saying this, and I will say this all over again. The joy of an entire generation is being mortgaged on false definitions of success. Things that cannot be supported by God's word. I said to my brother-in-law yesterday, I said, those who have created some of these apps understand the psychology and behavior of human beings. But for some of you, us, not you, if you post something on Instagram today and somebody popular yeah, likes it, you would think that God has you know, sp spoke to you overnight because the joy on your face. <laughs> Bonner boy liked my picture. <laughs> no, but, you know, we cannot pretend, but it's the truth. Unless you don't go international. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> you will screenshot. You, in case she made a mistake, before she unlikes it tomorrow, you first... <laughs> so you first do a screenshot. And you will print it out. Laminate, photocopy. <laughs> and then you will repost it. <laughs> Who are they? That said you will not succeed in life. Can they not see proof now? <laughs> Samuel. <laughs> I don't want to be boastful, but you know, I've been telling you to respect me since. Check my Instagram page. <laughs> All she did was she liked your picture. And then you wake up the next morning, you see that she has removed the like. <laughs> hey! Then you're depressed. So that our joy is fickle because it is based on the approval of men. But is there a people who understand that this is more than meat and drink? Who understand that God's kingdom is attached to how your life turns out? Is there a people who understand that your health is a big deal? So when Jesus shows up, I say to myself earlier, no wonder he's very particular about healing people. No wonder. Because he could have chosen to enter houses and separate quarrels. Ah, Fulusha, uh, you and your husband are not talking. Let's sit down. And counsel, counsel. No, 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 no. Maybe he did, but it's not there. But he would see people whose lives, who physical, who were unhealthy, who were hungry. Because sometimes we miss the point that. There's that reduction in functionality that disease brings. He looks at a woman. He says, ought not this daughter of Abraham, who Satan has afflicted, shouldn't she be let go? First time we see people trying to end their lives, Adam and Eve, they take a prescription from the devil. Tonight, there is someone who needs to let God's health find expression in your life. And stop taking prescriptions from the devil. Or someone, there is TV shows, and I just use that as an example. I have nothing against TV. That we are binging on, right? That are reducing strength. I, I, and that is, that, there's stuff you're watching that is making you mentally dull. Yes, mentally dull. Your brain is not able to imagine as it should. <laughs> because when you watch something and then everywhere you go everybody is a witch mm, don't you even yourself don't you know <sighs> Jesus has become unto us wisdom and power and you know the thing with Africans and, I, and I'm African so I can speak boldly is that we, we like power oh we like power 
as we've come now, I said, look, I've received special power. And I have. Special power. If I touch you now, eh? <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, anybody I touch is $1 million in your account. Even if you don't really believe me, <laughs> you just uh, just in case. <laughs> just in case. You don't want to know how the $1 million works. Just, just in case, Pierre, just lay hands. Show me this power. But if I said, hey guys, I have wisdom. <laughs> Say wisdom. <laughs> Say wisdom. <laughs> Say, eh, Say, Pia, I've even read Millionaire next door. We like power. And so there is a dimension of health that comes with wisdom that Jesus is trying to manifest in our lives. There is also that which comes with power. That Christians should be those who have an appetite for life. That every time we wake up, we should wake up tomorrow morning singing. We should wake up tomorrow morning, we know that there will be traffic on the road. But Paul says to live is Christ. Because just the fact that you think, oh my goodness, today is a day that God's work will be done on the earth. That I will speak a word today and it will change someone's eternal destiny forever. That today someone will get saved. That today someone will get delivered. That today I will do some work that will glorify God. That should make you happy. It should. That I belong to the body of Christ. That Christ living through me will show forth some glory. That should make you happy. It should make you happy. <laughs> uh, Moses at a point in time, and, and I'm going to put this together so we can pray. Moses at a point in time gets to a place his father-in-law chances upon him, says, Moses, you are about to commit suicide. And what is Moses doing? Moses is at the peak of success in Israel at the day. He's brought them out of Egypt. Gathers them in the wilderness. And, and when you read Exodus chapter 18, the story is there. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people gather on a daily basis. You can imagine the disorganization. People shouting, Moses, Moses. And he wants to hear all the cases, guys. Moses is a big man. He's a big man. Sometimes you look at your phone, 100 unread messages. You'll feel happy. People are just, ah. <laughs> People are just chasing you up and down. <laughs> the Bible says in Exodus chapter 18, verse 17 to 23. So Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you are doing is not good. It says, both you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourselves out. It was a polite way of saying you are going to kill yourself. But Moses is doing good. And so, I, I mean, put a note somewhere in my notes. I said, some people are too busy to be productive. You are, and you are happy. But there is only so much stress that God created the human being your, your, to, 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 to process my time. <laughs> For someone, the wisdom that Jesus will give you, and I say this very carefully, is that you, maybe you should stop driving. Maybe you shouldn't drive every day in Lagos. Maybe you should only drive twice a week. Maybe. Because I know PIR. At my level, I cannot be entering bus. Maybe you should enter bus and live long. Or maybe you should enter those Okadas that now have fancy this thing. They will move helmets. Whew, whew. Now, now you're there. Now, now you're there. But you'll be driving. Of course, like I said on Wednesday, your AC is not working, but God forbid that people see you wound down. So your AC, your, your glasses are all wound up. You're sweating inside, you know, but you're just driving, you know, you're mopping the sweat as it's coming down. Even your car knows this is not how Toyota created us to move. Every, all the lights on the dashboard are showing. It is overheating, everything. You are saying, I'm in Lagos. I mean, you're not in Lagos, man. They are, they, are, they are tampering with your life. And you should receive wisdom from... 
So they tell Moses here, he says, this thing you are doing is not good. Check scripture. Jesus, will re, he would remove himself from certain complex situations and they'll be looking for him. They say, everybody has been looking for him. He says, sorry. I went to rest. Some of us do not understand rest. We, have, we, we abhor it. Solution, look forward. <laughs> and so, his father-in-law says to him, listen now, I'll give you advice. He says, look, this is what you should do. He says, why don't you teach the people? He says, if you teach them, he says, and then you take leaders and appoint them, he says, what will happen is that they will bring the great matters to you. They will deal with the small matters by themselves. He says, if you do this, you will prolong your life. And so sometimes Jesus will teach you wisdom for stress management. Because stress in itself is not exercise. You know, sometimes you are feeling stressed. You think, ah, you have not exercised. You are damaging the very things which God needs for the fulfillment of purpose in the future. It says, a man of knowledge increases strength. That you would let God show you the keys that prolong life. That you would let God show you the keys that prolong life. For someone, there is just a reorganization of the way you live. For someone, it is structure. You say, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Ah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm running a startup. <laughs> Your body is warning you. Bimbo. <laughs> One minute, please. Say, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. You sleep at 3 a.m. You say, don't you see Silicon Valley? That's how they do it. You wake up at 5. You continue. Your body says, sister. Excuse me, please. Let us talk. He said, no, leave me. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> ah, tell the person next to you, learn to rest. Learn to rest. Learn to rest. Well, someone's structure is prophetic. There is structure that you should be putting around your life even now. For somebody, mentoring and cover is what will preserve and prolong life. Moses' father-in-law comes into the picture. He says, this is not how life should be organized. I fear for the generation that cannot take any advice or learning from a previous one. They will do the work of two generations and maybe not even make the progress of the former one. That you would invest in the medicinal value of counsel. Who is speaking over your life? Who can look at the things you are doing and say, no, it's not done like this. Moses' father said, you will, he says, don't destroy your life and the life of the people around you. For someone, it's even simple wisdom. Jesus has become wisdom and power. I think it was Kenneth Hagin or Kenneth Copeland, I forget who now. Who said one day to look at a man in his 80s? I think he was. They said he has, a comp he has complete dentition. He's looking all healthy. Everything. And they said, how do you do this? What, what happened? It says that the man begins to show them in scripture. First Peter chapter 3 and 10, for example. It says, for he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. So people who, who have made a habit of bad-mouthing other people, spreading rumor, both false, ori original rumor, and true rumor. It says there's a way they take away from their lives. Doesn't scripture speak about he who shows mercy will be shown mercy to? That sometimes you hear something bad about someone, and the fact that you cover them, you preserve their reputation, it, it adds to you guys. For someone, God will show you wisdom in honoring others. He says to honor your father and your mother. Why? He says this is the promise or this is the instruction that has a promise of long life attached to it. Some people do not hear that at all. Because the sign that I've grown up, me, in my 20, what am I, 25, popular on Instagram. Eh? My father doesn't even have Instagram accounts. 
will not tell me what, what does he even know about technology? Does he have email? Please. Sometimes the way some of us speak to our parents, even the angels are afraid. If they had permission from God, they will knock you. Who are you on? And I, and I say this, and I say this because I'm interested in <laughs> I'm interested in the work of God over your life. I, I was telling them in the, in the morning service, I, I have sent out invites for my 50th birthday. Oh yes, I have. I, I no, no, sorry, that means you are not invited yet. <laughs> no, no, don't take it easy. You've not invited me for yours either. What's, what's the issue? And that's your problem. <laughs> but because I started creating expectation around my life. Soon, I will send out for the 60th one. The 50th one, I told them, London, Paris, and Hong Kong is where we are going. All three of you. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Because I realized that when we make small plans, our life follows like that. So some of you should be making plans for when you are 60, when you are 70, when you are 80. Because you'll be making plans that are the size of your mind, not the size of your God. Sammy says he's the one who arms me with strength. He's the one who arms me with strength. Would we receive from God? Would we say to live is Christ? Would we refuse anything that tries to terminate the health of our bodies, the health of our souls? the health of our spirit. Some of us, the Holy Spirit will give us wisdom for diet management. Mm. Or some of us, we eat what we see. <laughs> yep. God made your body. And then this, is one, this is one for me, and I've always tried to explain this when I talk about the power of wisdom. That no matter how powerful the healing anointing is, if the guy refuses to drink water, and so Tolu refuses to drink water, right? He's drinking other things, right? And then, of course, his head begins to tell him with big headaches, boom, 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 boom. This is not how, no. Then he goes to a healing evangelist. My head is, healing. head, pain, pain. Guy looks at him, gives him a slap, pain, go, boom, boom. Pain, go, of course. Then the head adjusts temporarily. He goes back again, no water. And after cycles of exercise of power, even the body itself no longer wants to be healed. But sometimes wisdom is just as powerful. Daniel in Daniel 1 shows up. He says, there is the diet that we do not want to get involved in. In fact, the Bible says there was a spread and wine. There you are. On your salary, you are currently drinking Actively, habitually, six, six bottles every weekend. Are you, is it a sport? Is it an Olympic? Some, what are you, what's the plan? No, because, and I say this because we know that among young people, sometimes it becomes a competition. It becomes a status symbol. They say, let's go and get wasted tonight. Ah. <laughs> they will not waste our life. No, no. Say, say, say wrong number. Say, sorry, sorry, Femi. We're not wasting anything. <laughs> Exodus 23 says, I will bless your bread and your water. Someone needs to start drinking water. And I'm, I am being careful tonight about this message. Because for someone, there is a promise of God over your life. But has, the Bible says the vision is for an appointed time. There's a promise of God over your life that is not 2019. There's a promise of God over your life that is not 2020. Someone says, God, my husband better be 2020. Just relax. It says, though it tarry, it will come. It says, wait for it. And those who wait for the promise of God must remain in health. Someone, Jesus has to show you the wisdom of laughter. The wisdom of laughter. God is the one who gave us the ability to laugh. But some of you just tight your face. Me, I've been talking since. I've cracked one or two good jokes. 
even if I say that myself. But no, your face has been, hmm, hmm. Souls are perishing in Bonu. You're cracking jokes. Tell the person, laughter is good for you. Laughter is good for you. Joy is a divine drug. Yes, yeah, it is. The Bible says a cheerful heart heals the body. Proverbs 17, 22. A happy heart is good medicine. And a joyful mind causes healing. It says, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Someone has been losing weight. You say, are you on a diet? You're not on a diet and you know it. You're just refusing to laugh. <laughs> hey, I, I believe that God is looking for people. And, and of course, the power of God is there. Paul will say that if the same spirit who raised up Jesus from the dead dwells within your mortal body, that he will quicken you. He will quicken your body. Far be it from you that you will take more care of your car than you're taking of your own self. Because you know you service your car. Hopefully. You put fuel into your car. You don't say, ah, she liquid is liquid now. Give me that kerosene there. Let's top it up. No, you don't, you don't do that. You don't say, ah, it's not liquid. Let's get that diesel. Put the diesel. Because the car will explain to you that that is not how it was created. But yet, with boldness, some of us will wrap leaves. <laughs> we take pipe. Woo! Woo! You'll be seeing things that are happening in Saturn, in Pluto. <laughs> don't you understand the promise of God over your life? If you don't care for yourself, care for us. Because some of those promises are supposed to also in, in affect us. Right? When we read Nehemiah, then he says, fight for your brothers. Because, for example, these guys in the choir, when they sing a beautiful song, check we are the ones that listen to it. Yes. When you build a hospital, you build a chain of hospitals across Nigeria. Is it not us that go there? You take one, you light, whoo, they say you are high. <laughs> we are lying to you. Tell the person next to you, tell them, stop smoking, stop smoking, stop smoking, please. Stop smoking. <laughs> For someone, Jesus will say, look, exercise does not kill you. It says, godly, it says bodily exercise profits little. Take that little. He says, but God, let's probably don't say, but you, you are at 25. Even just to walk from the car park here, you are sweating. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, hey. We are going to 85, we saw her. 85. 85. At least 85. That's what Caleb says. I was 40, now I'm 85. He says, I am still as strong. How can you be having backache at, at 30? What, what have you done? We are still in chapter 1. Abi, but no, we are laughing now. But this is serious business. Some of you, you walk on Monday morning. You walk up the stairs. Maybe the lift is not working. You need thirty minutes to recover. <laughs> thirty minutes. You are sweating from your nose everywhere. Just you know, your hair is your wig is out of it. It's like <laughs> the Bible says in Psalm eighty-four and verse seven. We're going to pray tonight. It says that they go from strength to strength that appear before Him in Zion. I believe that God wants to reorder someone's life. Someone uh, that, and I said this in the morning service, someone needs to go to therapy. And the reason you need to go to therapy is because you need someone who understands how the mind works. The Bible says God gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that have understanding. For someone you need to go to therapy so they can tell you the truth that you are not depressed. Because nowadays, depression has become funky. And they fad. Say, I'm depressed. You're depressed too. Ah, even me, I'm more depressed. Say, no, I am most depressed. Say, no, you've not understand. You don't understand it. My depression is a PhD depression. I'm really depressed. And we're using it to do, you know, uh, say, I was just depressed for one month. I was depressed. Say, ah, me, it was two months. Hey! Because sometimes when you are sad, 
It's just hunger. <laughs> it's just hunger. So sometimes when you eat proper food, you just realize your the Bible says his strength was revived. Even your spirit is like, hey, you know, <laughs> everything is working fine. You know, you, you know, there's some food you eat, and Jesus Christ, I'm drifting, but there's some food you eat, you, start, you just start sweating by yourself. You know, as you're eating the food, you're sweating. You start singing sometimes after you're eating. You know, you're, you know so you've, you've been you know, some proper pounded yam, some soup. You know, you're, you're just singing joy. Praise and worship is rising from your heart. You're not depressed, sir. You've been eating sausage and lacassera for too long. <clears throat> nah, I'm telling you. <laughs> the Bible says that. And I'm telling you, this is, it sounds funny. The Bible says in Psalm 103, verse 5, it says, Who satisfies your mouth with good things? He says, So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. You cannot delink the two. And I'm saying this because there is an army rising up. There's a body of Christ. There is a promise over our generation. And we cannot, we, this thing about young people, look here, we, we should be the ones telling people, we're not dying, no. No. We are going to stay here. We're going to stay here. It may take us one year to crack it, we will crack it. It may take us two months. It may take us two years. This guy, 45 years. <laughs> Somebody say, I can never wait for anything for 45 years. Well, I'm waiting. The Bible says we will wait on God, we'll renew our strength. It is not about speed. It is not about speed. The people who God will use in 40 years, time, they've been born already. There are assignments that are for 35 years that have your name on it. There are assignments for 50 years if Christ tarries that have your name on it. Would we stop acting with this short-sightedness? With this, with this, it must happen now or it's never going to happen. Would we allow the power of God walk through our lives? Control our tongues? Two scriptures I think we'll pray about tonight. Psalm 13 and verse 3. It says, consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. We'll pray about that. For some reason, I have this scripture in Hebrews 11, 11. It says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. We'll pray about that. We'll pray that God will give us light. For someone, God will say, maybe you should take some more vegetables. I do not like vegetables. I tell you the truth. Where I grew up, with you, it's, either, it's, it's either in the soup or it's not there. But maybe, maybe, for someone you've not had, and, and I'm saying this because I feel that Jesus, the power and the wisdom of God, that, he, that there's, there's such expression he wants to, to birth in terms of health and strength in our lives. For someone, God's going to say, look, man, stop reading this thing. These gossip columns, this thing you are reading. No, it's dulling your brain. You're not able to think creatively. When you've been trying to figure who wore what to what party, who slept with whose husband. No. I put you on notice, guys. I am coming for your 50th birthday, your 40th birthday. We will be at our children's weddings. Not just your wedding. We will be at your children's weddings. You, your daughter says she wants to marry. Not she said. I looked at your daughter. Remember? Her daughter, her daughter kind of likes my son. So. <laughs> the list, but it's okay. <laughs> but we will be at your children's wedding. Their graduation. So stop all this rough place. Stop living your life. You... As if it is just now. It is just this year. No, sir. No, sir. If, I, if you want to book the dates, start sending dates. If the children come and don't like the date, they can change it. But send the dates now. We will travel the world together and teach and preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ah, 
This country has not seen Christianity yet. They haven't. They have not seen Christianity yet. That they would see the glory of God. That people would write books that would be said, have you read Shola's latest book? I said, don't you know Shola? Shola was 40 years ago. We were in the same, we were in life point. In, you know that place that used to be lucky that they've now turned into whatever they've turned into, space, whatever, the way they pack spacecraft. He said, we used to meet there. He said, you know that girl, the one that used to be in the, she used to be in the choir. Oh, she won the Grammy 15 years ago. Oh my goodness. I want to speak to that person who has been despairing for life. You have to tell some of your, when they come again, when they gather, those, <laughs> those voices, right? The international ones and the ones from your village. You have to tell them. You push your seat down, oh. You can talk what you want to talk. Me, I am here. When you are tired, you will go, right? I am going to be alive. Holy Spirit. Um, God is not a man that he should lie. He says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health. Somebody needs to go and start jogging tomorrow. When you just wake up tomorrow, jog tomorrow. 30 minutes, then come home. I didn't say skip, jog. (laughs) As you are jogging, put earphones in your ear. Be listening to Bible. When When you show up at work, they will know that something has happened. Holy Spirit of God, let us pray in the Spirit. Holy Spirit of God, would you please speak to our hearts in a way that no man can. Holy Spirit of God, would you show us pictures? Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not entered into the heart of any man. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.